All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome into Oilers Nation every day with me, Liam. No Tyler. So plenty of antics today on the show. You may be thinking, Liam, why do you look weird? Well, I was born this way, but also the camera isn't working, so I'm doing it on my laptop today. (laughs) So obviously, literally nothing has been happening in the Oilers world. So Aaron and I are going to be having a little bit more fun on today's show, I think, Aaron. But of course, welcome into the Sports Closet Studio. As always, and there he is, Aaron Bordado. What's up, boys? My co-host today for the show. Yeah, I'm taking your role. Yes, you are. And I'm taking Tyler's role. Somehow we both got promotions and no raises. <laughs> but you're go. still in your seat. You uh, yeah, I am in my seat because I was sat there before. I was sat in the other seat. And then, of course, when Tyler goes away, as everybody knows, things just don't work for me. He boycotts me somehow wherever he is in the world. And now this time, my phone literally stopped working. So I don't know how he's hacked into me this time around. But we, we, had, tr- we had trouble getting the camera going. Yes. We the, had trouble getting the screen going. The, the mics weren't working for a while. Us, right? Yeah. If you hey, can hear working. us, let us know in the chat. I guess I should pull up the chat as well. Here's another thing. My laptop literally just wouldn't sign into anything either. So <laughs> I couldn't see anything. Tyler's going Tyler's gone really out on this one, I think, to, to get under my skin. Dude, he's sabotaging us uh, yeah, before. And his his work big time. But of course, welcome in to Oilers Nation every day, live from the sports closet studio in Sherwood Park, where I was the other day. I was in Sherwood Park in general because I live there, but also the Sherwood Park we're Mall. We're both in there every day. Yeah, the Sherwood Park <laughs> Mall one is fantastic. I have this massive Oilers sticker. That I'm going to be moving out of my house soon, and I'm planning to put this one up in my new studio when I get it all there. So there's one in St. Albert, one in Shaw Park, and one in Kingsway Mall. Kingsway. You have three locations there across Edmonton. Like I kind of said, and the title says, we are begging 
for the Edmonton Oilers to do something. So if you ha- just start rumors in the chat, if you have an yeah. Edmonton Oilers rumor that you want to start, let it go. And here's what we're going to do. So we have an oodle noodle challenge for today. So this is this, we, I'm going off script here because this is not what we rehearsed when we do our <laughs> two hour one with praise oh, no. in the show. So we have oodle noodle has released a, a hot, hot box, which Aaron and I just did a video on this the other day. And holy smokes, I drank all my milk. Dude, it was surprisingly like stepped it up. I do handle spice pretty well. Yes. And I made it my goal. I didn't want to drink the milk. And I gave in <laughs> at the very end. I was like, dude, this is too much. I kind of came into terms with life about a couple of years ago, Aaron, where <laughs> I just decided that I really don't really care what people think of what the decisions I make, as long as I'm not being stupid. Yeah. As soon as I got in, there was no hesitation to drink the milk. So if you're into hot stuff, I believe there's a hot box. And now this is the hot, hot box. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be giving away some stuff for it. So it's similar to when we did the Owen oil up jerseys during the playoffs. We need you in the chat to just make up a rumor. And then at the end of the show, Aaron will put you, well, throughout the show, Aaron will put you in a draw yeah, and then we I will like pick that. a winner. And then that way you get some, you get some free udon noodle or vouchers or whatever it is. I guess yep. I should know. That's exactly what it is. It's a voucher <laughs> for udon noodle. And you don't know that unless you want to make up that rumor too. Udon noodle and it's going to be hot. <laughs> yes. And it is, uh, if you're into that kind of stuff, but as a little old English boy, not for me. Yeah. Not do for you, me. you guys don't, too much spice over? Overseas? No, we're very bland. So <laughs> as people know, like I get made fun of all the time for some of the food I eat. I eat a lot of potatoes. Don't mind my toast dry sometimes. Light butter. You know, your classics. Crispies. Yeah, crispies. <laughs> all I say is we helped win the war. We can decide what we're going to eat. <laughs> right? <laughs> if anybody else wanted it, they could go off and up, do that too. So yes, if there's some good ones in the chat so far. I saw one there. Uh, Mario, where's Luigi? Woody is a fourth line right winger next season. Christopher Palmer, Mushy Peas. Yes, Mushy Peas. I'm going to England next week. And I'm very excited for my girlfriend to experience some of these things. Like Mushy Peas is a big one. Has she never been to England before? No, she has never been to England. Mario, I do not like cat food. That is a hard out on that one. That's Tyler's saying. He told me after he ate the cat food that he actually really liked it and said he would like to do it again. So next yeah, time he's I've on the show. Lunch. Yeah, he always puts, what's it, a fancy feast? <laughs> Camouflages it. We think it's a he kind puts of Pepsi. It in his frozen dish. Yeah, yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Okay, Oilers news. So, like Oilers. I said, we're actually making up. Rumors in the chat here. So again, as the um, the show goes on, good and you, Liam, you're going to stop over in Spain. Not this time around. I'm just going to Paris, London, and then a couple of places where I'm actually from in England. So also, if you're in the chat right now, leave a like. We're currently at 11 likes with 72 viewers. If you think Tyler likes cat food, Tyler's favorite number is 89. So we're going to get to 89 manifest more cat food from Tyler, I think is a good way to do it. Don't DM Tyler with cat food recommendations. He is on vacation. (laughs) He deserves a break from this. Um, Okay. So the one piece of oil. (laughs) Yeah. The one piece of oilers news we've got in this last week, Aaron, since we did it, we were banking on a Ryan McLeod deal to get done. There's still time. Arbitration is August 4th. So still a lot of time. There's been other ones that have been done of players who have done, I think, uh, the most recent one was Ross Coulter, who signed a four by four in Colorado, which 
we'll see how that one goes. I suppose Colorado is kind of had a weird off season considering Lanskog is gone. The Miles Wood money isn't bad, but the length at six years is interesting. Now Frost Colton at four million. I'm I'm very intrigued about Colorado this season. I think people think they're gonna uh, dive right back into the deep end and become a co- contender again. I'm not sure I'm fully convinced by that. I feel like I don't want to rule out because there's still it's great players, but you don't have your leader in Landeskog, and that's such a big one. And we kind of saw the toll that took it on last season. So yes, to get back on my my tracks here, um, Ryan McLeod not signed, Evan Bouchard not signed, Raphael Lavoie signed. Now, in natural oilers fashion, hello, <laughs> milk signing, bag milk is at the door. In natural oilers fashion, oilers fans went a little berserk after this signing, and the reason why. So, Lavoie signed eight seven four for one year, and I think fans wanted him at seven seven five, which is league minimum, because that way you're saying get another hundred thousand to to play around with it, gives him more flexibility. If he had just if he had just um, matched his qualifying offer. Obviously, he did not do that. Do you have any thoughts on this, Aaron? I feel like the like Lavoie is interesting because now he kind of puts himself in a bad spot if he doesn't make the team. It's all, Sorry, it's a bad spot for the Oilers if he doesn't make the team, then he, you have to send him down. Also, it's a good spot for him in a way of like kind of pushing himself out the door a little bit too. I think, I mean, in classic summertime silly season, I did get very into the news and mm-hmm. kind of looked in. Where could I see him on the lineup? I just feel like if it could happen, maybe a third line of Dylan Holloway, McLeod, Lavoie. Yeah. That's an awesome young gun line. Do I, am I holding my breath that he's going to come into the lineup, step in day one and be I'm, an asset that's getting paid less than a million? I am. I am not. I am not. I, I actually think, this for deal. the viewers, yeah, man, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> yeah, I actually think that um, Lavoie kind of pushes himself out here a little bit, just because you look at that right side, and to not take the seven seven five is only a hundred grand. But we'll pull up the uh, I have the numbers here. So current cap, excuse <clears throat> me, include Marcus Niemelainen on it. This is just the way cap friendly has it. The others have four point seven five, four seven five million. That makes sense, right? Yeah. 4.75 million. 4.745 million. So many, I wish they would just kind of <laughs> just round it up. <laughs> so that's not enough, I don't think, to sign McLeod and Bouchard. No. Obviously, that would kind of look like the others would run, run a 23-man roster, which at this point just doesn't seem to be the case at all. So without Niemelainen, Lavoie, and I even put Lane Peterson in this because... Only reason I'm putting Lane Peterson in there is because Ken Holland came out after day one of free agency and said every player we signed outside of Connor Brown was a minor league deal. So that means that they don't, I don't, they see Lane Peterson as the 13th guy. I don't think he's going to want to be the guy who uh, they're going to want him to be their 4C. So without those three guys, they have 7.15, million, 7.2 million if you round it up. <laughs> That's enough to sign McLeod, Bouchard, and probably a decent 4C if you really, really wanted to. If yeah, my math is correct. Yeah, on another league minimum. Or even if you wanted to throw a million at somebody. I know Ken Holland's been like, oh, I want to have some money for when it, when the trade deadline comes. Like I think he said 500K. Ah. Weren't last year we to our like our final dollar? Yes, yes, we were. <laughs> we were making cap circumvention. We were making jokes about how. 
you could should be able to go to restaurants and have like the oldest cap special and then whatever it kind of bounces <laughs> up and down to. Um, so that's interesting. That's great idea. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you want to open a restaurant, we got a plan. <laughs> I, Lavoie is the most intriguing one. I don't see Nima Liner on this team. Lane Peterson is just going to be the guy who they go back and forth with. So here's some of the options as we say, like, well, they have one million to sign a guy. Well, who's available? Jonathan Taves, who came out last week, I think it was, and basically said, like, He's an unavailable free agent who isn't retired yet. Except for Marion Hose. I was gonna say retirement but he, he's game. playing in Marion Hose's <laughs> retirement game, which is is that in Europe, I would assume, in Slovakia, I think. So. I think. so we'll see. Maybe that kind of helps trigger a little bit of Lights something. That fire for him. Yeah. <laughs> so Taves, I think, is an option, but something that isn't gonna happen until I would not be shocked. And this is I don't know anything about this. If Taves just got like a PTO with a team and it was kind of just an agreement amongst both parties of like we need to know what you're going to be. And then we can kind of go from there with the contract negotiation. So I think, and it kind of helps Taves too, even if it doesn't work with hypothetically the Oilers, 31 other teams can then be like, well, what do you do? The other one is Pius Suda. I don't think the Oilers can afford him. Thomas Nosek is a guy that people have kind of thrown out there as a name. I believe some people around the city have said that. Apparently, once around two million, which just seems like too much. Like the others literally cannot afford that. Yeah, unless can't do that. Unless somehow Bouchard and McLeod both come in at cheaper deals, and we're assuming. I don't think that's going to happen for both of them. Maybe one of them. Paul Stasny, uh, maybe, maybe Eric Stahl. I don't think the others would go down that route, but I also. Wouldn't be shocked by any means if he got a PTO. I, I also don't want to see him in an Oilers jersey. I don't either. Besides everything he kind of did this past year, just he's a Carolina Hurricane. Yeah, Carolina Hurricane. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want that, that. That's it. Derek Brassard, the reunion. Now that's actually a very interesting one for me. I don't think he's necessarily a fourth line center anymore. I think he's more of a winger per se. But that is an intriguing name, I think, for like when camp comes around. It's like, oh, then PTO maybe. Last one is uh, Derek Stefan, Stefan, whatever his name Stephon? is. Yeah. I don't Does he still have anything in the tank. He had like 15 points this season with Carolina again. Maybe a little bit left. I mean, he's your fourth line center, but do you really want a fourth line of like Yamak, Stefan, Derek Ryan? Derek Ryan. It doesn't yeah. seem like the best. You're over the hill. It doesn't seem like a recipe for success by any means. You may as well just have Lane Peterson in there. So I think what the others are going to do is. They're just going to PTO a couple of guys, but yeah. also a name that you could probably throw in there. And I know this is, this is going to be a funny one because it's me. You could just bring back Devin Shaw. <laughs> you really could. Dude, as I, I have no problem. With no, that. you know what he, you know what you get in and I'll, and you know, he loves playing here. He said it multiple times. He's like, well, like, when I met him and he was just, and the Matthias Ekholm thing came around with the Jersey. He basically was just like, I really don't care what number I wear. I just want to be in the NHL. Just want to be one of the boys. Yeah. And McDavid loves him. And I you think love him. I love That's him. That's enough for me I love right him. there. I, like I, your face just lit up when you brought up his name. I have a picture <laughs> of me and my girlfriend at the side of my bed. And I'm right in front. I have me and Devin Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, if any of those options actually intrigue you, let me know. I'll see if why everyone said in the chat. Good. And you said Stefan's still in the league. Yes. He, he played uh, in Carolina last year. Sergeant battle said, why do we care about a 4C? I say because it's July 18th and I have nothing else to talk about right now. So that's yeah, a big folks. that's a big one for me. But also it, it is true in the sense of like, why do we care? Because the others do play eleven and seven a lot. 
so it's not too big of a deal. But also, if you do, Dude, have you're to one play, injury away. You're one away, exactly. So if you do want to do that, then I don't think it's a bad idea. You need someone with a bit of experience. Devin Shaw has that. I, I mean, think out of all the names you said, I'm looking up here. Other guys, I'm a Devin Shaw guy. It's just you. It's not even about how if he's better than these guys. It's just you know what you can. Like, familiarity. He's only like 29 too. Like these guys could fall off a cliff any second. Half those guys were named. The name that intrigues me the most is a Thomas Nosek. Yeah, but you would have to you would have to get him down to a million. And if you don't get him down, then what does it really matter? You yeah. know. Uh, anyone else say I think anything? We're, I think we're bargain hunters. Big time. Are. And that's what PTOs are going to be for. Because yeah. the Oilers farm system, I think I spoke about this on last week's show. A lot of guys are going to be ready next year and the year after to kind of make steps. There's, there's basically Lavoie and maybe Borgo could push. Yeah. push, But I don't think he's even that close either. Yeah, uh, people in the chat, Lance Kane, I'm pro Devin Shaw, Sergeant Battle. I'm also pro Shaw. Rather have Gagne we from good than you. Yeah. <laughs> and also too, <laughs> Dr. Gonzo, nurse to 4C. That must be a, uh, that's a, that's an Udo Nudo rumor. So we'll put that one down on your list. <laughs> Again, if you missed the start of the show, we're giving away some Udo Noodle vouchers. So you just got to put in your hottest, hottest rumor. You can make it up. And then yeah. Aaron at the end of the show will decide uh, in a draw. He's not going to decide who's going to yeah. be the, uh, Who's going to be the winner of those? And then we'll get a hold of you so that you way. Wanna, you want to grab my attention with these rumors? <laughs> yeah. The, dev, the headline style. <laughs> the, uh, there you go. Christopher Palmer, Cody CC, Fogel, two picks to win effect for Neil Pionk and Mason Appleton. Now that is a hot rumor. There you go. <laughs> All right. So we got the one piece of Oilers news out of the way. Unfortunately, it was nothing great. And honestly, probably a really bad thing for Lavoie. Either way, we're moving on. The Oilers Nation Open is coming up, Aaron. Yeah. And how I, was Millwood? I'm going to tell you right now. It was awesome. So Millwood's golf course on Sunday, it was me and Tyler on a team and we're the ON everyday team. And then Chalmers and Jay were on the other team. And Tyler and I hung in there for a while. And when I say Tyler and I, I mean, Tyler hung in there yeah. for us for a while. Tyler is a way better golfer than I You're am. there for moral support. I am. I'm there for the good time and there for the laughs. So what we're doing for the Oilers Nation Open is you can bid. So every all the proceeds go to Gregor's grad too. It's not just bid for for our pockets. It goes to a really good process. Uh, what do you call it? Charity. And so basically, Gregor's grads is he helps people who simply cannot afford grad suits. And and then Gregor goes out with this money and and goes shopping with them, and they. They look spiff it's and staff. Awesome. It is a it's a fantastic thing. I think it's something that like is kind of different too, and like you wouldn't necessarily think about those like oh, you know. It, but it's a, it's a great cause, so you can sign up at Oilers. Na- oh, sorry, NationGate.ca. Gregor's right speech now. is always yes, is always something. I have been to one. I went to the one last year, and that was my first one, and it was a. Uh, it gets emotional. Yeah. What can you say? That's cool. The guy is passionate like about passionate his cause. About yeah. So right now it's two hundred and fifty. If you want to sign up as an individual. So then you'll be a part of Mosaic team with three other Oilers Nation fans, not just Oilers Nation every day, just Oilers Nation fans in general. So there's a common interest, the Edmonton Oilers. Or you can sign up with a team, thousand bucks a team, or you can bid to play with Tyler and I or Jane Chalmers, which is uh, the real life versus Owen everyday team. So I believe you just got to email Tyler at OilersNation.ca and he will take your registrations. Last time I chatted with him, it was a thousand bucks on both sides. 
thousand dollars for real life file file yeah thousand bucks for all this nation i'm gonna my fucking words for that one <laughs> and so yeah you can go and bid on that and yeah the game itself on sunday was very fun through nine we were tied and then chalmers is the greatest golfer this world has ever seen and that man i think he said he had five birdies on the day i think i saw him take one bad shot one bad shot throughout the entire day. And the reason it was a bad shot. Oh, he's unbelievable. And the reason it was a bad shot is so he put it right into the bunker and he was nailing him out of the bunker the whole day anyway. So it didn't even matter. But this one, it was on a slant and he's a righty and he just tuck it right out and he tipped the top <laughs> of the bank. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the reward-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I still went further than my... My, one. Well, we got a special uh, guest. We might have a guest here. No, it's on my oh. laptop right here. No, it's on his laptop. We took it. We're just Hello. about to begin our uh, big list. Bag milk alert. Hello. You see, uh, <laughs> we were just talking about the Oilers Nation Open and Greg is grads. It is one of the best days you can participate in. Mm-hmm. You did your first one last year. Yes. And you I just have drove yet around to do one. It was I awesome. I haven't done one. I love them. It's one of the greatest days on the calendar. I'm excited. You should be. Get a cruise around, hack some balls. What's not to like? Just hang out with the team. We've done some cool stuff lately. Like Oodle Noodle Shoot, the Home Run Derby. Last, last week was very great for me. Monday, <laughs> I drove around the brand new vehicles that showed Ford. <laughs> yep. Was it Thursday we went to the Home Run Derby? Yeah. Thursday, I was at Remax all day watching Jay hit fly balls and then smack one out eventually. And then Friday, we did the hot, hot, Hot hot box challenge. You were struggling. I I did cry a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> we have a we we're doing a giveaway for Oodle Noodle on the show bag milk. So the way we're doing it is you have to drop your hottest rumor, but you can just mm. make it up. So if you've got yeah, one, head over either. to the chat and you can drop it in there. All right. How about this? Cody CC to Pittsburgh. Crosby fifty percent retained. Let's go. <laughs> You might win. That is uh, a, a steam one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Noodle Noodle. Give me that box. <laughs> Try and beat me, chat. <laughs> yeah, if you can beat Bag Milk's Cody CC for Sidney Crosby half retained. Yeah. 
That's how extreme we want to get here. That yeah. is people have been dropping like realistic ones, the most the, the craziest you think one. I wrote down a realistic one. <laughs> That's the rumor I've heard. I don't know. I've heard that one too. <laughs> and there might even be a third team involved in Washington. Yep. Sending a Vetchkin to Pittsburgh. You know mm-hmm. to partner up with Cody CC. Because the show says Tyler's name on it. We Tyler can blame Tyler for these. Yeah, shows. it's Tyler's Tyler show. said that Crosby is going to be an oiler. Yep. Tom Wilson too. I heard that. Yep. Yeah. They need some help on the right wing. So they're going to go and trade for Tom Wilson. <laughs> and all it's going to take sick. is Lavoie. It's going to take Lavoie in a second. Don't be greedy. <laughs> Sorry. <yeah. laughs> and we have to retain on Lavoie. <laughs> yeah. That 863 or whatever is too much. <laughs> yeah. 874. Eight, People are not happy about that one. Why? Because, oh, actually, you know what? I don't even want to talk about the others, to be honest. Okay. I want to ask you about Miranda Lambert last night. Because <laughs> I saw you tweet. What was that? Her video. Did you see this? That was completely this. unhinged. Yeah. So, so basically, Miranda Lambert was doing a show. I think it was in Detroit, actually. Detroit in the lot, really, because yep. the drip curfew thing. Eminem showed up with Ed Sheeran, and yeah, now we have was- Miranda Lambert. <laughs> That's your three right there. But the big she three. stopped her show. Yeah, so she stopped the show and started giving it to these girls who were like in the pit for taking a selfie at the show. So my so thought was, necessary. listen, did they pay to get in there? Probably, yes. Take all the selfies you want. Document Do the show. Post it on social. Pump up the tour. Yeah. That's such a random thing. So to get weird. Upset about. I think it's just stop mean. the music? I think it's just mean. Single them out. I don't get it at all. No. I want to see that selfie now. Yeah, I want to see the most famous <laughs> selfie. You know, I'd be today. angry and delete it out of spite. <laughs> yes. But it just doesn't make sense. Like Coldplay do that thing where they ask everyone not to be on their phones, but somehow people still record it, which yeah, of I think is yeah. funny. But I think that's fine. At Blink on 82, Mark Hoppus was grabbing people's phones and taking pictures of himself that's yeah, cool. on their phones. I love when artists do that. Like, hey, you're gonna have a I'm gonna get that framed. You have your memories. But yeah, Miranda Lambert, if she doesn't want people to, she's got to do that thing where everybody's phone's got to go into one of those little pouches. Also, mm. Miranda Lambert is yeah. not a big enough star to be telling people not to take selfies. She's a massive country star. But this is, like I said, Coldplay asked people to put their phones away for a certain song. I can't remember which one it is. They're arguably the biggest band in the world or one off. Like they can do They're that. Very they good. have that power. And people are like, okay, what's yeah. his name? Chris Martin? Yeah. Thank you, Chris Martin. I will do that for you. Miranda Lambert. No problem, no Chris Martin. Whatever you say, sir. <laughs> yeah. If you want to come on the show, huh? let me know. I'm just it. here for fix you. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to move on to our big list challenge bag milk, Please which is by Cornerstone Insurance. Avoiding a meeting, so <laughs> yeah. whatever you need. Edmondson's premium broker for over 90 years, I believe, right? 90 years, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so the big list, you obviously won't be able to see it because it, maybe you can peep around. So this is the biggest mistake in sports that you can think of. So we have five, the biggest mistakes in sports. Biggest mistakes in any, sports. Yeah. Do you have anything that yeah. kind of pops into your head right now? Do you have now? an example? Um, I, well, wait, let's just go to the first one. You can see it. Sh- should we just maybe? Okay, so these are the first mistakes in sports history. I went more for the play route, like on field route. But my first one that I have, and we brought video along with us. Sorry, podcast listener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my first one, the worst mistake in sports history is the Russell Wilson goal line interception. Mm. Now, I'm a diehard Patriots fan, so I'm very biased as that being the 
zero to 100 moment in my life mm. that quickly, but that you got Marshawn on the goal line. We've heard it a million times. You run that ball four times and you're more than likely going to be a Super Bowl champion. Instead, now, went this route. So Ricardo Lockett, if you want to sit here, you wouldn't be on the oh, camera. Oh, I just have a little peeky around. Okay. We're good. Crazy. I remember I was in England for this one. So I stayed up to like 4 a.m. watching this and I was half asleep. And then that happened. And all of a sudden I was wide awake again. The craziest thing. And also it's not even like they threw it to Baldwin or Lockett. They threw it to Ricardo Lockett was his name. Yeah. yeah. Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> yes. They may as well have thrown it to him because they're both as irrelevant <laughs> in this game as they should There's be. my guy. Crazy. Um, so yeah, that's number one. Do you have anything that pops to head after? Yeah, that first one? thing like Bill Buckner. If we're going on field, Bill Buckner, like that one's the you classic. May see that later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So how my, about Jose Canseco taking one off the bean? <laughs> <laughs> that was I. I watched that one. I tried to keep mine within stuff that I've seen yeah, live. Yeah. Besides one, which just will haunt. Okay, then one I ever. saw live. That well, I wasn't there, but I watched it live. Patrick Steffen. That was on my list, and I took it off. I took it off because they won the game, but still the moment is <laughs> that moment wild. is it's going to live forever. And I was watching that game with my old man and I'll never forget it ever. Patrick Stefan, this is uh, such a tough career for that man. <laughs> and the call from Ray Ferraro afterwards, Patrick Stefan, you should be embarrassed with yourself. <laughs> 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 Just dunking on the guy. Yeah. yeah. Scolded him like a child. Um, I guess quickly. Right, and uh, Before we get to mine, Christopher Palmer dropped one in there and I looked at this one too, but again, I didn't address it because I didn't, I didn't remember it. Steve yeah. Smith own goal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Classic. I know that was a tough one for some people. Uh, a few people followed up on that one. Take okay, care. And what's my first one? Your next one is Jim, Jim Joyce. Perfect game. Ruins a perfect game. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That was, that was only 2010. That wasn't I that think. long. Yeah. That uh, wasn't that long ago. And then, um, the aftermath on that one is super interesting. Yeah, Gavin was telling me a little bit. It's just such a crazy play because to me, you look at that and it's so obvious. Like everyone knows. And even the picture there is looking at it like, come on, man. Like, you know, that was it. And then it just, it literally would have ended the game. And I think that's just, it's not something that happened in like the fourth or something like that. This yeah. is something that ruined everything. And I believe it was a perfect game. Yes. Not a no it was a perfect, a perfect game. game. So just absolutely disastrous. And he came out and apologized and all that stuff. But, yeah. yeah. What yeah. that young man did? Didn't he write a book? And I wrote it. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, perfect good. <laughs> well, at least he got a car after. <laughs> and at least, um, oh, yeah. you know, they added like, the... Look at it here. Oh, he's a full like, step. Full step and a half. Oh, my goodness. I'd so, so that bad. Picture. Cause he was pretty tame in the moment. I'd have tears in my eyes. I'd be, Miguel I would come Cabrera. up swinging. I would have made my first punch a drop kick and just like Jim Joyce is going into the third <laughs> row. I wonder what happened after this pitch. Like, I wonder how the rest of the game kind of went. I know there's only one out, but I wonder if he got it right after. If he just got, yeah. Yeah. I've never really, I never really looked into it. Be curious. What's your second one, Aaron? My next one is Bill Buckner. Of yeah. The 1986 world series. <laughs> Hard not to. Now, I wanted to pick things I was alive for, mm -hmm. but just in the folklore of Boston Red Sox history, like it's just nuts. So let's take a peek here. So I believe is. this was game six and it was oh, a tie no. game. 
and it went right through his legs in extras. The Mets went and then scored and then went to game seven. He was fielding like me out there at the Riverhawks. Yeah, I thought I'd seen that before. Yeah, it's a very similar play. (laughs) He stole your move. Yeah, Um, you let it right through. Baseball is a crazy sport because it's it's fairly simple for the most part. And like most sports are, but like you catch the ball, you have to stand on base. You hit the ball, whatever it may be. The like the simplest play. He has done that a bajillion times. First first base out there. Yeah. And just uh it's tough to see. But did they win the World Series or did the Mets go on and win? So what they hadn't won the World Series since oh yeah, they when they won forever. Yeah. That was 1986, and then they won in 2004. So I was watching a math a, guy. That's a lot of years. I was watching a Mets game a little while ago, and there was a guy in what is it, City Field? Yeah, yeah, wearing a Buckner Mets jersey, <laughs> just ruthless. <laughs> that is that's awesome. So funny. All right, I think I have my first soccer one coming up here, Aaron, and this one, Hank Lampard. Frank Lampard's no goal. So this is the 2010 World Cup mm. and England were playing Germany. And this was kind of the time where England were just terrible at every tournament. And England had just scored to, to make it 2-1. And in a minute, they literally off the kickoff went down and did this. You, can you see this, BM? It'll show the replay. But the ball is about three feet over the line. And that did not count. Because they just didn't have the technology and the ref didn't see it. But even on the initial... No way. Yeah, that did not what? count. England, no way. England went on to be eliminated from the World Cup after this. That, that is amazing. Yeah. What that, year is this? 2010. I feel yeah. like we had the technology in 2010 to figure just that out. Just refused to use it. The arrogance uh, of people. Yeah. And it just... We can see it one more time. On the initial shot, you can <laughs> see it going clearly. Yeah, no goal. I think England lost 4-2 or 4-1 or something like that, but the game was just, they were not the same. After Is that, that one moment. of those no goals that implemented a rule? Like the perfect game that kind of brought in the reviews in baseball. Yeah, this definitely helped change a lot of things. Right. I just wish it was another country. Sure. Not my own. So yeah. Honorary mistake. How about the uh, Matt Deshane offside? <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that does have to be an honorable mention. Game changing. He was ten feet offside, and now we have to sit through these reviews over and over again. That's true. Honorary mention. That that is who you blame. Yeah, you got to blame Matt Deshane. I have (laughs) uh, J.R. Smith forgetting the score in Game Mm. One of the NBA Finals. An all-time, an all-time blunder. (laughs) Seeing LeBron react. So, if you didn't know. The game's tied here, about to go into overtime. J.R. <laughs> Smith, grab offensive rebound. Great play. <laughs> Great play. Great play. Could, have been, KD. could have been an all-time moment for J.R. Smith. And then just goes back, dribbles it out. LeBron throws his two hands off like, what are you doing? <laughs> As you can see here. <laughs> I made so many memes of that. Uh, yeah, this one too, when he's just like pointing towards yeah. it. Like, come on. Isn't J.R. Smith like a, a great golfer or something? Too? Yes, he I've is. seen that. He's yes, like he a, is trying really to compete in the NCAA, I think. I want to say it's like, no, he is in the He NCAA. is in the NCAA. Okay. Yeah. But I love that. It's just at the one moment here, you can kind of see him at the end. And he says, I thought we was up. We was up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I love when players forget like how many outs there are. Yeah. Like all that stuff is so good. Yeah. 
another basketball moment that isn't as extreme as that, but it's the meme of Nick Young shooting and turning around and putting his arms yeah. out. Perfect. Misses. I love that Nick one. Nick Young is just giving, yeah, giving us some big moments. I love that one. Uh, now, uh, this yeah. one is inspired by Gavin. The Saints versus Rams missed pass interference call. Oh, I thought you were going to say when he took one off the face last week. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I didn't. That could have been a good misplay. That's my honorable mention. <laughs> this but one was No bad. footage. This, yeah, so this one is brutal. And it led to like some change in the league for a year. Look at that. That is horrendous. And it, the ref is right, right there. Right there. So I think we should get another angle on yeah, this it one. Was- it comes to the back and... Uh, if you didn't know, the Rams went on to win this game and go to the Super Bowl. Oh my good God. Just like so bland. I know in slow-mo, you can make anything, you know, kind of look the way you want it to. That was so obvious watching that live. And then there's Sean Payton. Being furious, <laughs> rightfully so. So basically, so yeah. Kevin James? <laughs> I wish. So the Paul Saints, Blart? <laughs> the Saints went on Kevin to lose James this played game. In the movie. Did, wait, is the movie out? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, I th- maybe that's what I'll download for my flight after I watch all the more. No, 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 it's not worth it. So, yeah, the Saints went on to lose this game and it brought in a pass interference rule for one year that they could review. And then the league was like, no, we're out on this one. We will not be doing pass interference reviews. Not good enough. Too slow. Meanwhile, the CFL manages to kind of crank it out. So, one good thing about the CFL. They're able to get their replays done quickly. They do not mess around. So I'll give the, the CFL a shout out for that one. All right. What's next, Aaron? What have you got? Number four. Worst blunders you. in sports. Honorary mention to not winning a home game in four years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, actually, here's a little. Actually, I'll bring it up after. It's hilarious, but it's starting to be not funny now. I don't want to be. I don't want to hold that record. I feel for everyone that is an Elks season ticket holder. Yeah. Me too. And yeah, you know where you should get season seats, Riverhawks. Riverhawks. Now we're not winning a ton, but well, you're winning. winning. I've seen you win at home. <laughs> Damn right. There was a thing I think I that on one other podcast, but the Oilers might win at Commonwealth Stadium before the Elks win at Commonwealth Stadium with the Heritage <laughs> Classic. That is last so year upsetting. the U of A had a football game there at Commonwealth, and I was doing the directing. And I was like, this would be sweet if they won. Did they win? No, they uh, didn't. <laughs> football is cursed at Commonwealth. Yep. <laughs> okay, my number four is Tony Romo fumbling the snap uh, during his uh, field goal hold. Now, I think this was 2007. Yeah. Like, this was like right when Tony Romo was entering the league, but it's famous because of that perfect shot of him laying down and he's like holding his mask. And it is deep breath. You're almost giving us some special moments as a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> special, good and bad. This one is... Uh, wait, 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 you don't want to go far. It's a really long So he's 19 yards out for people who are watching. A minute 19 left on the clock. Dallas Cowboys down by one. Romo shanks it. Sprint. Oh, shoelace tackle. Great tackle. Well, he's probably thinking, like, I'm going to be the hero in this moment. I'm on the one yard line now, and he is down. Also, another great Tony Romo moment is the game against the Denver Broncos when he went head-to-head with Peyton Manning, and the final score was like 42-52 or something like that. And it was an all-timer, perfect game. Romo throws a pick to like end it. So thank you, Tony Romo, hey, for that one. Some things never change. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here's a close-up. Uh-oh. Oh. Also, why is Romo doing the thing? 
Yeah, I don't remember. If yeah, it was I don't remember that. He was the backup for most of the year, <sighs> and then Bledsoe got hurt. Damn. And then he went in. You hate to see it. You Just, hate to see uh, it. You do. Uh, Tyler Mulek put a comment in the chat. The Patrick Stefan empty net miss meant that the Oilers didn't get Patrick Kane. Well, we got McDavid eventually. So <laughs> all roads led to McDavid. Yes. Yep, that's fact. Number four. Could it be another soccer pick from Liam? Oh. Yes, it is. Zidane's headbutt. An all-time all right. sports moment. Good and bad. I don't know a lick about soccer. I don't know. But I know that one. Yes. That Everybody is. knows that one. Because it was like, he went full bulldozer. Oh yeah, he, he's I, like a he's like a ram out in the mountains. And usually, is, is this one hand of God or the other one? Uh, this is the other one. Okay, okay, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's a classic. This, this is it. Oh, so yeah, and the craziest part about it is most guys. Oh boy, it's a great one. <laughs> and another thing too, like at the moment, like I said, I don't know anything about, but I didn't realize that was a player that was revered up until that moment. He at one point Zidane was the most expensive player in the world. Like this is this is a crazy moment for him to like kind of go off of this. He said a bunch of things that all like Maserati was the guy to had said to him and did it. But the thing that gets me is most people when you go for a headbutt would go head on head. Not Zidane. No, he, he is going right through, through your place. chest. And I, I believe Maserati actually went on to score a goal in this final too. And France went on to lose. Uh, That's my Cup. favorite visual from it. The guy just coming in with the. <laughs> yeah, it's like everyone knows. Everyone knows what you get. It. So here's a fun fact. So Italy, this is in a World Cup final. Italy went on to win the World Cup. Since then, they have never qualified for the knockout stage of the World Cup since. This was 2006. And they're the, the longest, what is it? the longest drought for a winner to not win a knockout game at the World Cup. There you go. Fun facts. I mean, extra time for oh, more yeah. of those. <laughs> Zidane. Hell of a headbutt though. You really put That's... a charge into that guy. Yeah. Aaron, last one. What are we looking at? My last one, which is a little niche, but as you may have been able to tell, I am a diehard Patriots fan. This one, a lot of people don't remember because they remember what happened on the other side. So mine is Asante Samuel's dropped interception mm. when the Patriots were 18 and 0 and Eli was driving down the field to score that final, uh, you know, touchdown Plaxico. But I believe this is right before the David Tyree play. Eli duck <laughs> to Asante Samuel in his hands and it bounces off of him and it just goes out of bounds. And I think it's like a play or two later. The David Tyree thing happens and oh, like watch this. You'll see it hit him in the hands. It is just not. Oh, wait, it'll show it next. Here we go. There it is. For a perfect NFL season. Well, they do say cornerbacks, uh, wide receivers that couldn't catch. So that really, uh, that really fits that that image. That is true. Do you know Eli Manning has never won a playoff game and then not gone on to win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Craziest stat ever. He's won two Super Bowls. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, both against Patriots. Yeah. Honorary mention, if you don't mind. Yep. Of course. Two years ago, I think it was, at the Tour de France, there was that lady who held up a sign oh, yeah. on the road and took out like half the field. Yeah. And then fled the country. The <laughs> oh, best. Yeah, she fled the country. Fled the country because people were like, you can't do that. <laughs> the Tour de France. What do yeah. you mean? There's an, that's an iconic event. Uh, there's one, too, that isn't. 
is a is a kind of a misplay, but he got to do it. But there was the Olympics. I can't remember if it was the last one or the uh, one before where the swimmer was just, they were all getting ready and he lost his balance and was holding on so tight and then gradually just fell into the pool. The, all the racers decided that they weren't, he, I, I think he finished last, but they weren't going to race until he raced, so they let him go back in. But it's just kind of funny watching the video. You can see him stumble and in slow-mo, he just slowly <laughs> tips into the water. It's, like, it's a tough way to go in. Another uh, sticking with the pool, Liam. I, I wish I could remember what country those divers were from. Everybody knows the ones they were like trying to do dives and they just land on their back or whatever. Yeah. It's like, how did you get here? <laughs> yeah. What was your competition coming into this? I do remember that one. Yeah. I wish I remember what country they were. It was so funny though. If you remember the country, let us know. Yeah. It is up. Um, last one for me. Another soccer one. Cause this one haunts the entire country of England. David Beckham. The hand of God. Ah. So the hand of no God was in the 1986 world cup. I believe mm. it was Diego Maradona who some regard as the greatest player ever. I will never because of this moment. So in this game, before we show the clip, Aaron, he did this goal that people refer to as a hand of God. And also in this game, he scored what people call the greatest goal in football history, where he basically ran through the entire team. But this is what came first. So if you can pull this one up, Aaron, a lot of you, I'm sure, haven't seen this. This goal counted. So Argentina are the ones with the ball right now. Gradually gets up. I think that's Maradona right there, actually, on the ball. Yep. So Maradona, he is a fantastic player. Don't get me wrong. So the ball comes over. Oh, many of you must be thinking he headed the ball in. But why are the England players reacting like that? Well, when we get the replay, you'll see he punched the ball into the net. Yes, oh, we did. didn't even get a replay. Yeah, I was he, say that, right? that was it. So he goes up and there's a pit. If you type in hand of God, you'll see it. And he literally like has his hand next to his head. And he just punches the ball over. One other thing about Maradona is he's like five foot seven and England's goalie is six foot three. So there's no way he should be able to jump high enough <laughs> than a punch unless he's literally punching. And this goal counted and England got knocked Did out of the World it? Cup. Yeah. England yeah, got knocked out God. of the World Cup again. Just, just good. Here when I even press pause, if I can time this out perfectly. Like if you go on Google Aaron and type in hand of God. And see if you can get it up quickly, but that was it. Yeah, I got it. But yeah, this uh, this was an all-time moment for the English national team. We have been screwed many, many times. Well, there you go. If you ever if you ever see like misplays of all-time compilations, that one's always near the top. Yes, always, always, always near the top. Any other ones that are, have inspired you after watching this list? Mm, I mean, I love bloopers. Yes, me. How about... Uh, Hall and his head stepped on. <laughs> a classic. <laughs> it's a classic Curtis Foster moment. Was it Curtis Foster? I don't know. I want to blame somebody. I thought he was a. Oh, it's Corey, Corey Potter. Potter. Corey Potter. Yeah. yeah. The Corey Potter power play. <laughs> <laughs> and to think that was the team that made me an Oilers fan. Yep. <laughs> How you stuck with it is actually beyond me. Yeah. I don't know. There's no other choices. I didn't know any other players. Mm. Speaking of actually, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up today. It's not an Oilers sink. But uh, is actually Calgary Flames thing. Mika Kiposov is getting his number retired by the Calgary Flames. Oh, I hated him. Really? Yeah. Number, I hated him. But he was so good. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was just good. absolutely owned the Oilers for a decade plus. Yeah. He was so good. He was so consistent. He played all the games. And it's against, he's doing it against Pittsburgh, which I thought was interesting because he only he played for San Jose. 
I thought they would have done it against San Jose. Yeah, I thought so or too. Or against Edmonton. Liam, oh, that so, looks like he's throwing the soccer ball. So you can that. see, yeah, there's his hand <laughs> and there's the ball on the hand. That's what they call in the sport a handball. I guess not for this time around. That looks like he's dropping a teardrop. In <laughs> yeah, he kind of does, like doesn't he? He's Kobe. Yeah. Well, never mind. Lance Kane said, Patrick Waugh, Statue of Liberty play. That's the one where he kind of rips it yeah, up, he, right? Yeah, he goes to hold it up and he drops it. In the yeah. Net. And then he, yeah. That is a good one. Uh, last one here before we kind of end the show, I guess. Rasmus Anderson on Mike Smith from the parking lot. You were there for that one. I was there, yeah. So that one... Man, I can still see it in my head because I was about 10 rows up right behind Mike Smith. And I see Rasmus Anderson dump it from the other side of the net. And I'm seeing, I'm like, I don't know if he knows where it is. That's going in the fucking net. That is in the net. And then you see him throw the hand out. Like, I had no idea where that one was. And I don't know that I've seen the air get sucked out of a building quite like that before. Thankfully, Nuge ended up getting the winner shortly after, but... That's true. That was the Nuge game because that's the game that started right off the bat with Markstrom, Markstrom fucked it up. screwing yeah. it up. Yeah. So yeah, that that one's a good one. The Rasmus Anderson that was from way downtown. There's a uh, Danny Clu- uh, fuck. What was that name? He played for Vancouver. Danny Cluche, I want to say. He let in a beauty from center ice. Um, there's been a handful of those. Over the years, Devin Dubnik used to do it all the time here. <laughs> it's a thing we let that man go in. <laughs> oh, became, the good old days. Became a Vesna nominee. I just always felt like we needed to fire at, fire at him from center. One of them is due. You know? How about uh, bring it back here? Four goals against, four shots against. For oh, yeah. Miko uh, Koskinen. Koskinen. What, <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's his Taco Bell menu? What, oh, the cheesy gordita crunch. Yeah, the cheesy it's delicious. Everybody loves it. Yeah, it's a, it's a hit. There you go. There's a big, uh, the big list brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. But before we get to the Oodle Noodle one, which I think Aaron is pretty much ready yeah. to go, Sherwood yeah. Ford today came to the office to give Tyler an oil change. Yeah. And he is not here. They literally rolled up, gave him an oil change. I believe Kennedy said it took 30 minutes. The mobile station. I pulled yeah. up and the guy was doing it. Kennedy was taking a video. I was like, man, Ty gets the treatment. Yeah. Ford gives the treatment. Service with a smile. Yeah. That guy is a lovely man. It seemed like he was very talkative. They're all lovely. Very good. And when we went the other day, they were fantastic. Could have been better. If you go actually to Sherwood Ford in Sherwood Park, they have Sherbucks, which is the coffee station (laughs) they have there. And it is delicious. It is amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Better than the other brands, I would say. But yeah, Sherwood Ford, the best. They will literally come to your door. Come to your door to get it done. Uh, are you ready to rock, Aaron, with the Oodle Noodle Hot Hot Box yep. Award? <laughs> I have put in <laughs> the prestigious yes. award. I have put in, how many did I put in here? 12 names. Okay. For people who gave me rumors. All right. Well, I got at least two of those, right? Yeah. I got to be in there at least oh. twice. <laughs> I actually did put you in there. I just, <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, listeners. I'm not eligible to win. I said it as a joke. But I actually did it. Okay, so we're going through here. I'm going to hit my button. And our winner is... He's a regular, Dr. Gonzo. Nice. Dr. Gonzo. What was the trade? Winner today. Didn't he say nurse um, is a 4C or something like that? He, he yeah. Said a in here. I didn't write down some of them. Oh, here's one. It's official. 
Smitty coming out of retirement to tip pucks in with his jaw. Finally. <laughs> I've been hearing that one too, actually. I've been so there you go. We'll, uh, we'll get a hold of you, Dr. Gonzo. You can- Smitty's hair game is better. So clearly a Hyman buyout on the rise. <laughs> Here we go. It all adds up. Uh, just send me an email at Liam Oilers Nation. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh huh. I just assume he just. He just How long you out. worked here now? <laughs> hey, when I type my name, the rest just goes out. <laughs> I never actually bet on the website. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can send me an email there. We'll wrap up the show with some Betway talk. Mm. 19 plus. Please bet responsibly. Do you have anything? You're in a Blue Jays jersey. They play the Padres tonight or coming up, right? I don't know. You guys go. I'll find one. I'll I, find well, one. I'm, I'm just going to go ready. quickly. The Women's World Cup starts tomorrow. Who's no, sorry, Thursday. The favorites are the U.S. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. So the favorites over on Betway are the U.S. I'm going to read these in decimal in honor of Jay uh, beating me in the match <laughs> at the oh, of Nation Open, which you can sign up at nation.ca. So the U.S. are 3.5 is the favorites. Then it's England women who just won the European Championships a couple of summers ago. Spain, Germany, Australia, France, Netherlands, Sweden, Brazil, Japan, and then the Canadian women at 41.00. So that would be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 11th. Well, the thing is, the Canadian women, yeah, the Cana- that's a lot for a yeah. team that just won an Olympic gold medal. What was it? 2020, was it? Something not thing? very short not, ago. Yeah, not that long ago. So I actually quite like that a lot for the Canadian women. Their first game is against Nigeria. Thursday evening. So the way this is kind of working is because it's in Australia and New Zealand, the games are obviously, they're playing on Friday when it's Thursday for us. So the games, I believe, start around 7 p.m. our time. And then there'll be four games a day. And the last game will end at 3 a.m. I start at 3 a.m. Well, you can watch the first one. So you can catch a couple when you, you're tucking in after a nice long day yeah. of watching all this nation every day and listen to real life and Owen radio and better late than never. And then you can jump in bed and watch the Canadian women versus Nigeria on Thursday. That there sounds lovely. Yeah, I think I'm going to do the same. It's actually quite nice. I'm going to get down to Calgary, tuck in, get ready for my big flight, watch the Canadian women play. Aaron, do you have anything? Did you guys find anything? The only thing that I have for today, according to the score, Alec Manoa is back. He is. So what are you doing? Because I'm looking over there too. I'm like, you could go two ways. Yes. And he's obviously going to get shelled. But <laughs> I want to speak it into existence. This is his so first I, start since the last one. Right? That sounds obvious, but since before the All-Star break. Crazy. Oh, he is two and seven with a 5.91 ERA. So what are you doing? Because I've got my bet. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I feel like the Padres are going to hit the big man today. So I've got Manoa to record six plus hits. What plus one seventy five? Yeah, I could see that. I I was just thinking to maybe just go Padres at minus one and a half, one thirty, because they also have Joe Musgrove on the mound. He's very good, right? And that guy's very good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one other thing before we kind of end the show, and Dangerous Wade brought this up, and I forgot to, but the. There was a phone company in France called Orange that made this video to hype up the Women's World Cup for the French team. And the way it starts off is like the, the French men's national team and they do all these highlights. And then they showed you, they actually just edited all their faces on. It was actually the women's team that was kind of doing all these these tricks and everything and scoring all these sick goals. So go check it out. It was a very That's good- neat. 
promotional cool. video. Yeah, it was really video cool. editing. Yeah, crazy, <laughs> crazy what they Whoa. can do with technology nowadays. <laughs> these, these kids, these kids. There you go. You think, video editors. And your, <laughs> yeah. And oh, your magic boxes. <laughs> yeah. I think that's everything, Aaron. Do you get anything? Yeah, no. I think we're good. We covered the one piece of Oilers news, which was Raphael Lavoie. And it took and, us 54 minutes. And now we're here we are with four minutes to go to one and somehow did an hour long show. Yep. But there you go. Oilers Nation open. NationGear.ca do that. Betway, 19 plus be better responsibly. Sports Closet, as always. Thank you. Uh, Cornerstone. Sherwood Ford. Yep. There you go. Thanks everyone for watching. I won't be on the show for three weeks. Bye, Liam. Goodbye. <laughs> um, next week, I don't think there is a show because Tyler and I are both away at the same time. Oh, we should get someone else to host so it. So maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe something else. Maybe Bag Milk and Aaron take over I Tyler's have show. The technology. Yeah, we do have. The Nobody can to do stop that. us. Um, well, let's do it. <laughs> so my next show back will be August 11th, uh, August 14th. I'm back August 11th. And Tyler will be back in two weeks. So there you go. Liam, we will miss you. Fare thee well, Liam. Goodbye, everybody. End it, Aaron. You take care of the (laughs) homeland. See you, everybody.